Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 You guys, it's Rick Tittle! Ugly face has got to go. Rick Tittle on the mic. How you doing? Hey, we're talking. Hey, don't say hey like that. Hey, we're talking sports. And it's great to have you with us. Wherever you are listening in this great land of ours. You, United States of America. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Get in, get heard. We're here for you. 1-800-878-7529. Around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. If you are in the military, you're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. It's great to have you with us if you're in the military because you're the ones that allow us to do this frivolity and mirth. We do have guests. When do we not? We'll start out with an open segment, and then we'll get to Tony Vlahovic. I want to say Vlahovic. But I'll ask him about that. He's with the Special Olympics. Uh, 940 is always on a Tuesday. Karen Lyle with SalesportTalk.com. At 1012, director Allison Snyder. She has a new movie at ScreamFest. She's also an actress. How about this? Uh, Rachel Maddow, MSNBC. So I go basically back-to-back weeks with Jake Tapper and Rachel Maddow. She'll be in at 1112. Uh, J.D. Sharp will join us in that third hour. And then writer, director, producer Greg Galena has a new film with a couple of former Tittle vets, Greg Fitzsimmons and Tim Kazarinski. I'm Lawrence Klopman. Remember him, SNL? Uh, Madge, Madge with the gorilla. Sorry, the chimpanzee. <laughs> 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. Tune in app, iHeartRadio, Stitcher app, Twitch.tv. Oh, yeah, I got to get that started. Twitch.tv. And uh, also CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel to your cable provider. If you want to tweet or X at me, rated X, at Rick Tittle. Tittling Sports with Rick Tittle, Facebook fan page. Come on back. We got three hours. 
How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Price Picks. And right now, when you go to PricePicks.com slash byline and use code byline, Price Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's PricePicks.com slash byline with code byline for a 100% deposit match. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in and get heard. Coming up in the next segment, we will speak to the baseball director over at the uh, Special Olympics. But we have an open segment right now. And 
I, I know what it's like when you'll say something and people will be like, oh, you hear what he said? And I'm like, e, yikes. But I think a lot of times people who aren't used to talking will say stuff. And then people are like, woo. And you're like, oh, wait, you were listening? And uh, Trevor May, top headlines, top headline right now on CBS Sports. <laughs> because, and by the way, Trevor May was the highest paid member of the Oakland A's. And early on in the season, he took a break uh, because of anxiety. And he came back and he closed out the year in his last 15 appearances. He had nine saves and his ERA was 0.00. He very much could have pitched next year. And he had another uh, year on the <clears throat> on the dock. But, of course... Starting out, hold on. Sorry. I just had uh, a corn on the cob go down my throat. Aha, ha, ha, the rain in Spain stays mainly in the plane. Uh, Trevor May, it's going to sound like I'm sad now. <laughs> Trevor May. He suited up for the Twins for six years, the Yankees. And then, as I mentioned last year, well, how did he retire? The way you retire on Twitch. That's right, baby. As I point to my Twitch camera, ooh, that looks kind of 3D right there. I remember in high school, my mom let us off, me and my brother off, at Friday the 13th in 3D. I was about 15. She's like, go in there for a couple hours, get out of my hair, y'all. Um, but May went on Twitch, and he ripped the A's owner, who's moving the team to Vegas, John Fisher. Here's what he said, and I'm not going to use all the swear words. I'll just use usually as I do the first initial. Now that my retirement, and this is very, he's wearing a hat. He's about as chill and sincere. And, you know, people are watching it going, go Trev, truth. But I'm sure he, remember, we have had people on Twitch playing video games and they might throw out accidentally racial epithet or something else and oh people notice and people will jump on it but I love this I did not that it matters because the A's are still moving but I liked it he said now that my retirement is official to the A's organization and every single person who's a part of it I love you all every single one of you except for one guy and we all know who that guy is Sell the team, dude. Let someone who actually takes pride in things they own something. That's actually people who give a is s about the game. Let them do it. Take mommy and daddy's money somewhere else, dork. And also, if you're going to just be a greedy F, then own it. There's nothing weaker than being afraid of cameras. So that's one thing I really struggled with this year was not just eviscerating that guy. Do what you're going to do, bro. Whatever. You're a billionaire. They exist. You guys have all this power. You shouldn't have any because you haven't earned any of it. But anyway, whatever. The reality is you got handed everything you have, and now you're too soft to stand in front of fans and the team and take any responsibility for anything you're doing. You're putting hundreds, if not thousands of people out of work that have worked somewhere for decades, 
<clears throat> and you haven't acknowledged that at all. Just be better. That's all we're asking. Just be a human being. Well, we're not asking that. We don't care if he's better or being a human being. We want him to stay. But it was a great rip, and that's very rare. And he said the toughest part was not eviscerating him. Now, for me, this is just somewhat of a coincidence. The last year the Raiders were in Oakland, they were supposed to move in 2018. It didn't happen. They're going to stay one more year, 2019. And that's when... The flagship station said, Rick, do you want to do pre and post with Jim Cozumore? I'm like, yeah, I love Cozy. They go, you're in the one seat. You feel more comfortable there. I'm like, okay. Is that why I'm a legend, Scott Osler? Um, but it's yours. And I'm like, finally, get to do my Raiders. But I shredded Mark Davis every post game. Just shredded him for moving the team. And he always said, if you want to blame anybody, blame me. And I'm like, well, we will because it's your fault. <laughs> I never forget going to that town meeting at the Paramount Theater in Oakland, which they had in St. Louis and San Diego. All three of those cities lost their teams. The town meeting. And Mark Davis came out and everyone cheered. And I looked around going, you're cheering the guy who's moving your team? I'm like, this is some." This is almost like the Hitler youth or something. <laughs> it's like we bow down to you. <clears throat> and Mark Davis is, I'm not comparing him to Hitler because he's not. I'm just saying just that blind allegiance. So, yes, Don and Doris Fisher, they started a little company on Cherry Lane and San Bruno in the 70s called The Gap, and all they did was sell Levi's. That's all they did. And I thought, well, that's stupid, and we'll just go to Pennies or Sears to get our Levi's. Oh, yeah, that's what we did. Usually Pennies. <clears throat> Sometimes Sears. And, of course, Gap is a worldwide brand. And um, Don Fisher helped save the Giants. Um, he passed away some time ago. Doris Fisher, his wife, they put in a lot of money to make sure that the Giant State in San Francisco. And so when Baby Gap got a chance to buy in with the A's in 2005, he's like, I want a team too. And I went to Cal and I went to A's games and I want to buy the A's. And they said, go ahead, son, do what you want. You know, these older people who I respect for who made their money like Lamar Hunt or the, you know, the, uh, D, you know, Dean Spanos's father, uh, Alex Spanos, these, these guys who earn their money and then they give it to their kids, Clark Hunt, <laughs> they go hog wild. But yes, the, the A's payroll was by far the lowest. They were a laughing stock and they won only 112 games. <clears throat> and that was not their worst year ever. They had one in Philly over a hundred years ago, 1916. But Fisher got his $380 million from Nevada Public Schools. And the other 29 owners are going to vote in November, and they're going to approve. Of course they're going to approve the relocation. They all want them to go there. Um, The A's will play, I guess, one more uh, year at the Coliseum. The Vegas Stadium is not supposed to be ready until 2028. So 
2025, 2026, 2027. What in the hell are they going to do? Where are they going to go? No one is going to care wherever they go. And apparently, rumors around here that I've heard from people in the know, they say that they're going to AT&T Park. That's where they're going. And the Giants love it because they're going to get hella money, but the Giants fans don't like it, and the A's fans don't like it. You're pissing off both fan bases. It's just such a mess that didn't have to happen. But Trevor May, um, you know, I didn't really care about you one way or the other during the season, but I love you now, now that you're not an A anymore. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Byline. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. 
we provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Oh, thank you for that. I think a lot of weird stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Tony Vlahovic. He's the chairman of baseball development for Special Olympics North America and the co-founder of Baseable. Uh, as well. First of all, Tony, welcome to the show. And I'm, as a soccer fan, I want to call you Vlavic, like the Serb with Juventus. Do you get that a lot? I do. I do. I, I, I actually tell people that we're related. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I. Well, the way he's playing right now, I would say the same. <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing athlete, Rick. Really is an amazing athlete. When I was in Rome with my family last year and there was a bobblehead with with Vlahovic on it. So I had to take a picture of that and send and say, hey, look, my cousin's over here making making some, some big buck, uh, <laughs> doing well. <laughs> well, let's talk about your baseball background because you were a great athlete in high school and, and um, uh, the Red Sox took a look at you on the bump. How did it go for you? You know, it went really well. I, I actually... Prior to that, played a year in Italy right after college, mm-hmm. and I had a great, great time. I played in Bologna, and my career over there went really well. had had a had a great season in general. Loved playing there. Loved the people. And when I came home, I had the Braves, Mets, and Red Sox interested. And the, the Red Sox came to my house with a contract and a bonus check and said, I'd "Like to sign you." I said. Fine, let's let's go. Because people ask me, who would you prefer to play for? I said, I didn't matter. I just wanted the opportunity. So uh, I I got the opportunity with them. I used to work out with Roger Clemens was my workout partner. Wow. Uh, Ellis Burks was was my roommate in in spring training, which was interesting because there weren't many um, black white combinations in roommates uh, at that time and. Great guy, you know, just no problems at all. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, I was in an automobile accident and hit from behind by a drunk driver, and that put an end to my career. I, I ended up spending a, almost a year and a half in rehab, learning how to walk again. Wow! So started from uh, you know being a professional to being retired at the at the age of you know twenty five years old. So 
very humbling, Rick. It was uh, starting all over again. It was was not a, not a great time, but I I enjoyed my time with the Sox and and the opportunity to play. Just a, a boyhood dream came true, and uh, I, I I absolutely loved it and walked away from it for a while from the game itself, and over time got back involved when my wife and I started to have kids and my son started to play got involved and I would go watch Little League and I would sit there and just shake my head and my wife would say, hey, either go coach or sit here quietly. Well, I ended up coaching, Rick, <laughs> <laughs> for, for quite a long time and, and still am. I'm, I'm still a high school coach in, in Pennsylvania, in New Hope, Pennsylvania, and, and I love it. But in, in addition to that, I, I get the opportunity um, to coach athletes with disabilities, which has definitely changed my life. In, in so many ways, just an incredible group of people that I've been involved with throughout my life, but never to, I never put it together until later on when I started to realize that even when I was a kid, I was very protective of the kids who had some disabilities in the neighborhood, and I would be there, you know, they're basically their, their protector. And as time went on, I always had had a spot for for people with disabilities in my heart. Don't know where it came from, but it was just there. And over the years, it has come back to me many times in many different ways. But like I said, just changed my life. And I, I wrote a book that came out in June called "Just Need an Opportunity," and basically that's what the book is is about. It's about my life, but my interaction with people with disabilities throughout my life and now working with athletes with disabilities and giving them the opportunity to play the game of baseball it's just amazing and I, and I'm hoping that it continues to, to grow and we reach out because I know there there are so many people across this country I mean there's 61 million people in the United States with some type of disability and I know that there's people out there who love the game of baseball and just have never been given the opportunity to play very well said you know just I looked up, uh, I know you went to Wilkes um, University, and I was looking up notable alumni. From, I'm in my 50s, so it's huge that Freddie Boom Boom Washington went there uh, <laughs> from Welcome Back Carter, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. But but were you there when Ivana Manandhar was there? She was Miss Nepal. No, I missed that. <laughs> I, 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 unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I missed that. No, I, I, I did. I <laughs> All right, no, well, I was not there at that time. Uh, let me let me ask you this because, um, in in a somewhat similar way, I was um, asked to help out uh, with a uh, autistic baseball team, and because the spectrum is so wide, there were kids in electronic wheelchairs, and there were kids that looked absolutely fine. Um, so it, I just think about the nuances when you're teaching this game because. For us as American, able-bodied Americans, we grew up with it. It's as natural as doing anything. But to another kid, knowing the force, knowing which way to go, knowing to get their glove down, knowing how to get their feet right, where to, where to put the ball. I mean, it's just it seems like almost an impossible thing to teach at times. You know, I, I ran into a lot of those issues when I, when I started with Special Olympics New Jersey because I was basically handed the program and said, here, Let's see if we can we can develop it because in the 45 year history of Special Olympics they never played baseball and just a lot of the the 
things that you mentioned were part of it. You know, can they play? You know, how, how do they communicate? Um, it doesn't come as easy to them, you know, with, with uh, some type of intellectual disability, uh, with comprehension. So we basically broke the game down to very fundamental movements and the repetition. And what I would do is, is kind of work through the athletes and see who their verbal skills were a little bit higher and communicate with them so they could communicate on the field. So I actually made them ambassadors or coaches on the field. Which, which helped, but it took me over a year and a half to get them prepared for the USA games and back in 2014. And they were great, but it was, it was really the, the level that you would, you would teach like, um, middle, like, like little league to middle school, even some high schools, but it was constant repetition. You, you had to get to know how these athletes learned. Were they a visual learner? Were they auditory? Were they kinesthetic? You know, or a combination of the two. So it, it took a long time on my part to really decipher how I was going to coach, how I was going to teach. But it's definitely a challenge. And with, with you working with a team, uh, and, and as you know, that the spectrum of, of autism is is very large. And to break that down to do some some fundamental things in the field, like what do you do with the ball before you get it? It really can be a challenge, but through repetitions, I, I saw how these guys took to the game. They loved the game. They want to learn. They want to be a part of the team. And it, it all came together. And I know that it, it's take, it takes a lot of work, but it's definitely worth the effort. And I'm sure you found that with the team that you were coaching. I mean, it, there, that intrinsic reward is incredible, Rick. It really it just it, it's very hard to describe until you're out there on the field with them and you see them get it. And yeah. they just look at you with the biggest smile, man. It's like this is great. Yeah, when you 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 pitch the five thousand pitch and they hit a line drive, and I'm like, that's a double, and they're like, you just see their eyes light up. I'm like, that's a legit double that you just hit, you know. And they're like, yeah, yeah. It just it's amazing. The other thing is, I have a hundred more questions for you. We have like a minute. I want to make sure that people know about your book too. Just need an opportunity. Do you have like thirty seconds on that? Great. Yeah, Just Need an Opportunity is, is available on Amazon, and I really wrote it as a platform for people with disabilities, athletes with disabilities, to increase their awareness and inclusion in sports like baseball. And I'm trying to get it out there. I've done some lectures at some schools. There are There's a unified program where athletes with and without disabilities play together just to, in, in, you know, to get used to a sport and incorporate it. But I'm hoping that the book opens a lot of doors and a lot of eyes to people to just giving these people the opportunity to play, to spend time with them, to, to you know, teach them a skill that, that people didn't think they had. So it, it, it's, it's something that was definitely written from the heart. It's going to be on Audible uh, within the next couple months. As I, I did miss the boat on that. A lot of my guys have some reading comprehension issues, so listening to it would be a little bit easier for them. So I'm trying to put it out there in all the different forms I can, Rick, to, uh, to bring it to light. Great stuff. Go to justneedanopportunity.com. We have been speaking with Dusan Vlavich's older brother, Tony Vlahovic. Tony, <laughs> great stuff, man. Thanks for coming on. appreciate it. Hey, Rick, thank you. Have a great day. I All really right. appreciate it. Thanks I'm, for the opportunity. Sure. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. We are listening to a conversation between Captain Johann Steinke and his shipmate. Today I have uh, one of my dearest old shipmates with me, Josh Scornavacci. He is incredibly talented in every way. What was your first sail like on Bounty, your first night out? The first day sailing on Bounty was actually the best day, or one, one of the best days I've ever had out on the water. Mm. It was my first day sailing in the ocean. And we had just gotten done a big maintenance period in Puerto Rico for a whole month. So I'd been on the boat for a month, but we hadn't sailed at all. I believe it was about a 14-day transit, 12 or 14 days long, long transit for my first transit at sea. And um, we left uh, Puerto Rico and the water was beautiful, very clear. You could see pretty far, um, very blue. Immediately they were flying fish everywhere and it was the first time I ever saw them. So that was exciting for me. And they weren't the small ones you see in California. They were like the ones that are about three feet long. So big flying fish. They can skip across a football field in like three jumps. It was really cool to see as, as somebody who went to school for biology and to study animals. That's That was exciting. Yeah, it's really hard for people to visualize what they actually look like in real life. Like I remember, I was so impressed. Like yeah. it's it's magical. You, you just, that's why I put them in my second kid's book because I'm like... They're, yeah, they're amazing. They're yeah, crazy. You just, it, you, you just look at it, and you're like, this can't be real. It's it's a cool thing to talk about. They go so far, it just doesn't look physically possible. Yeah. The swish of their tail, and they're 100 feet of yeah. jump, which is amazing. But they were jumping like that because they were being chased by a megapod of common dolphins, which are also really beautiful. So most people know what bottlenose dolphins look like, but common dolphins are smaller and very colorful. They've got yellow and gray and black and all sorts of beautiful patterns. We actually saw a little bit uh, on the way in. Yeah, I know. I was concentrating <laughs> on the channel. So, yeah. uh, for those of you who know, we we uh, yeah, Josh and I just came in on the AJ Mirwald, which is a schooner. So we were talking about the different rigging, the bounty being a square rigger. Yeah, the square riggers look bigger, even if they're dimensionally not. Uh, but yeah, so we were we were going down the channel, AJ Mirwald. It's a channel I've never been in. Lots of current. Uh, yeah, I was not concentrating on the, on the freaking dolphins. <laughs> they were dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, guys. <laughs> but then, yeah, we uh, climbed aloft. That was my first time going aloft underway. So I climbed aloft and set the topsail. We went out on the head rigs at the foretopmast staysail, and we sailed off and we, with the dolphins following and the, and the flying fish. Johann Steinke is the author of the illustrated children's book, The Greatest Captain in the World. For more information, please visit salesporttalk.com. All right, thank you for that. Christopher, welcome back to the program. I'm Rick Tittle, and uh, Tittling Sports with you, 940 on a Tuesday. That's when we check in with our friends at salesportstalk.com. Karen Lyle is with us once again to help me co-host this segment. Karen, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Rick, and how about yourself? Uh, just dandy. Let's bring in our guests, and that's Captain... Johan Steinke and his wife, Megan Steinke, as well. They are with us, uh, and uh, Johan has been with us 
before. Um, ladies first, though, Megan, so you were on a boat, the Lady Washington, the ship, I should say, the tall ship, and there's the captain. Was it love at first sight, or did it take a while? Well, the captain at that point was an, a very old uh, <laughs> man, so no. Um, Johan was the first mate, and um, no, it, it was um, interest at first sight, but I wouldn't say love at first sight. What I would say is that um, I was on that boat looking for an adventure and found a bigger one than I thought I was going to get. <laughs> yes. Well, and Megan and, and Johan, you are both have both become friends. We've sailed together aboard the Lady Washington. We have, we have um, seen each other on land and water on many occasions. And so I've seen your, your relationship develop. And um, Johan, I'm going to ask you a little bit about your experience being a tall ship captain, which you had been doing for 10 years or so, and then having your first mate be also your romantic partner. Yeah, well, Megan was never actually the, the chief mate, though she did have many other roles. Like she, ah, she okay. Was, yeah, she was the accountant on board. She was the steward. She was the cook on one of the ships that we were on. Um, that's when, when she was pregnant with our little boy, our first little one. Uh, so yeah, but, uh, but no, it was, well, I mean, yeah, like, like you say, it wasn't quite love at first sight. Cause you know, I had my heart broken a few times. And then when this very nice, bright blue eyed lady comes on, who's super duper nice and super awesome. I was a little hesitant. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I don't believe this. There's no way she's this nice. And then she just never let up on the facade. Yeah. It wasn't a facade. It was the real deal. Tell us about <laughs> tell us about the Lady Washington for people who don't know about it, Megan, because uh, this is the real deal. You got cannons and everything going on here. Yeah, it really is. You know, she's a, a replica of a historical vessel, so a traditionally rigged tall ship. Um, just really to to sail her, you know, not just motoring along, but to sail her, you really do have to know 18th century um, nautical history and. Um, all that that entails as far as getting a ship to move forward by pulling on, pulling on ropes. Um, it's just, it's a, it's an amazing learning experience and it's something that we need to, to keep alive for, for those traditions to be able to continue. Um, but she, you know, I, I say it took me three months of being on that ship and sailing her every day to actually become comfortable with, all of those lines and kind of understand what was going on. And I remember the day, you know, you're finally running around to different places and you're kind of understanding how the wind affects those giant square sails. And um, it just, it takes a lot of time. And I mean, to master it takes years, but to even get your head around it takes quite some time. So, yeah. Well, well, and actually a tall ship crew uh, on a historic vessel like the Lady Washington actually live aboard the ship. Um, yes. basically every day. And you and Johan, when you decided to get married and had a ceremony, decided to go on a Viking ship for your honeymoon. Can you tell us, Johan, about that experience? Yeah, we told everybody we're going on a Viking ship cruise, and they immediately pictured something else. But no, we were on the uh, Otar. She was a uh, she's a Viking transport vessel, like one of the ocean-going transport boats. So pretty, pretty rugged, pretty um, 
pretty durable as far as Viking ships go. And it was it was luxury yeah. as far as a Viking ship, traditional Viking ship sail goes, because they had a big tent on board. And uh, we like actually... Like a canvas tent with um, wool or sheepskins inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. So we slept comfortably with 11 other people on our honeymoon all the time. <laughs> it was great. So no one was beating a drum making you oar and row? No, though there was some rowing involved. Yeah, there was. Yeah, especially going in and out of ports. But since it's a merchant ship, it was more of a transport vessel. So, you know, large, very large beams, very um, thick and uh, kind of industrious type of vessel. Um, the crew would traditionally be a lot smaller. So this one had 11 to 14 people on it um, during the time that we were on it. And that would be about right. Whereas the Sea Stallion, which is the one that Johan went on from... Uh, the replica that Johan went on from the same Viking ship museum had a lot more people on it yeah, because six, it was more of the warship. Yeah, crew 65. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Part of living this experience is learning about the history involved. Um, Johan, what attracted you to Viking ships that would cause you to invite your new bride to come on this experience? Oh, well, the Viking show, I mean, that was just, you know, in many ways, that was like the high point of my sailing career. I was like, oh, gosh, it doesn't get any better than this. Um, I've been looking forward to doing something amazing like that for a long time. So it was pure luck that I got on board that first Viking ship. And then, you know, of course, you tell tales and you tell stories and stuff. And so, you know, Megan's pretty adventuresome. So she wanted to go on a big epic journey. In, in many ways, I don't think it was epic enough for her. <laughs> like, But luckily, we had a, a two-month honeymoon. So we did get to go all over Western wow. Europe. You know, she had lived in France for a few years. I lived in Germany for a few years. So we, we got to visit a lot of places that we, you know, we could share our past lives with each other and uh, and then move on with our current life. Yeah. Well, that, so the, the second Viking, the one we did for our honeymoon, um, I had been accepted to go on um, Bark Europa, which I don't know if you know anything about that ship, but she is a three-masted tall ship that sails to Antarctica. Mm. And I had been accepted for that, but I would have needed to leave the day after our wedding mm. and for like six months. You know, at kind of at a minimum, and um, I just couldn't do that. And so I thought, well, what else is one of the things that I really want to do? You know, that 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 is a boat that I I really would like to sail the Antarctica on. Beautiful. If you um, anybody listening to this, look look up Bark Europa, and you'll see some of the most amazing pictures of tall ships and icebergs and penguins, and just it's gorgeous. Um, but I thought, well, what else would I want to do? And I said. Johan, you know, I'd love to go on this, you know, Viking, uh, one of the traditional Viking ships. And we had thought it would just be me at that point, I think. And then when we talked to them, it was their annual voyage was going to be like, you know, four days after our wedding. And uh, one of the fellows on there who's Johan's friend was like, just, you know, just come, both of you guys come. So, so we did. Yeah. So, uh, Megan, let me ask you, and then we'll throw it to Johan, your biggest moment of peril on a ship. And maybe did you get to a time where you're like, I, if I get back to land, I'm never going on the water again? You know, fortunately, I just can't. I mean, I'm an extreme optimist, so I may have pushed these things into the back of my mind. But, um, you know, some of those storms and things, I've never particularly felt in great danger. And maybe that's a lot of naivety, probably is. Um, but then on the other hand, 
And um, this is the training that I have been doing in the past couple years of um, just knowing all the ship systems and thing and going to school for that um, has all been about just being prepared, um, where when one thing fails, you're able to fix it and 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 continue on. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ahead. Megan's a marine technician now. So yeah. she recently got certified. She's a certified marine technician. Yeah. So. And, and Johan, for you, what was your like yikes moment? Uh yeah, well, so the most, the worst weather I've ever been in was a, a full gale. Like it was 45 knots sustained, probably 18 to 25 foot swells, depending mm. on which ones, maybe more. Uh, so it's pretty, yeah, it, it was intense. But but I, I get this weird thing where, you know, when I was out there, I just remember thinking, it just, not, I didn't take anything personally. It's just like, oh, it's just Mother Nature. Like she doesn't care. You know, I'm not really that significant here. And just for some reason, I don't want to, I don't, don't consider it a defeatist attitude. It was just more of an accepting attitude where it's like, huh, this is just what it is. And you just kind of deal with the moment, you know, it's like, okay, I got to, I got to hang over this tiller and, and grip the tiller rope until I can't feel my hands anymore for a few hours. And, you know, just, you just do what you got to do. And so that's, that's what seemed to happen. Yeah. It was interesting. But I was a deckhand. You're just following orders back then. Like, if I was captain, I suppose it'd be different. We wouldn't go out in that weather. <laughs> <laughs> now, Johan and um, Megan, you now have children. Can you tell us um, who your children are and what your plans are for future sailing as a family? Oh, my gosh. Well, we have two delightful little boys. They are ages uh, three and four, though the four-year-old's turning five uh, in next, actually just in a few days. And uh, it's it's great. They love boats. They love history. They know all of Lord Nelson's battles. <laughs> and uh, they got to see the HMS Victory. We were lucky enough to go to England this last summer. Uh, I had to officiate a wedding there. They wanted a ship's captain. That's another whole story, maybe for another <laughs> another uh, time. But, but yeah, so they love boats. They know all all about the. Oh my gosh, I think they would join the German Navy in World War II if they had the chance. <laughs> like they love U-boats and and all that history. Um, and, and just making it just fun. I don't know. Just, they love all the stuff that, that I enjoy, but, um, uh, but yeah, our plan is to sail around the world and, and we were actually talking about it just yesterday and we were thinking, uh, you know, cause, cause we're Megan and I are into pretty geeky stuff. I mean, we like, we like role-playing and LARPing and board games, all these things. And, and I was kind of saying, you know, Megan, if we just sail around the world, like I might get bored. And so then we just started, you know, doing like, oh, what if we had a magic wand that could do whatever we wanted? And we started picturing this like Patrick O'Brien themed sail, you know, on a massive tall ship. And you just you're sailing around the world with a bunch of guests and people that really love the Patrick O'Brien novels, because that's what got me into sailing was the Patrick O'Brien novels and the movie mm -hmm. Stern Commander. Mm -hmm. and, you know, what if we had like a, a, a voyage like that where, you know, once a week there's have the Admiral's Feast and people dress up and. And then we go sail off to some of these remote places that they visited in the books and the movie. It's really so, cool. We just have about a minute. I remember going to the National Maritime Museum there in Greenwich, and they had uh, Horatio Nelson's his uh, outfit on when he got yeah. shot by the sniper. And I couldn't believe how teeny that I know he lost an arm and an eye, and but I couldn't believe how teeny his clothes were. I guess people were smaller back then, huh? Well, and he he was smaller. I mean, he was yeah. he was a small fellow, but his big thing, you know, he was very very venturesome. I mean, he's pretty much fearless, and and just very. He had. I mean, when you read any leadership book nowadays, any modern leadership book, like you might as well be reading about Lord Nelson. You know, he he really understood leadership and and uh, just really caring for the men and getting them to 
build, you know, they, they just build up legend around him. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. You can go to Trafalgar Square and see him up there on that column, baby. We have mm -hmm. been speaking with the uh, team on the big, if you ever see a big boat, look for Johan and Megan Stanky. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, good stuff. Great to talk to you. And Karen, we'll talk to you next week, y'all. Sounds great. I'm looking forward to it every Tuesday. All right, every Tuesday at 940. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. 800-211-6008. 800-211-6008. 6008 we all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, 
van or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-
USA News, I'm Corey Myers. Two people killed in a shooting in Brussels, Belgium yesterday that authorities described as a terrorist attack ahead of a soccer match between Belgium and Sweden. Videos shared online showed a man in the capital city center pulling up on a scooter, shooting a large weapon at civilians and chasing them into a building. President Biden taking a trip to Israel. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said Monday during a briefing after meeting with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that the president will make the trip on Wednesday. Biden was invited to Egypt for an international summit on Saturday that focuses on the future of Palestinians, but it is unclear if he would make any additional stops should he choose to make the trip to Israel. I'm Dave Collins. A judge has imposed a narrow gag order on Donald Trump in his federal election interference case. The order forbids all involved parties from publicly targeting special counsel Jack Smith, his team, court personnel, and potential witnesses. However, the federal judge opted not to impose restrictions on disparaging the Justice Department as a whole. This development follows Trump's sharp criticisms directed at both the judge and the prosecutors. The top Democrat in the Senate wants Hamas wiped out. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says Hamas must be stopped once and for all. The United States Senate will do everything possible to help Israel eliminate the threat that Hamas presents. Speaking from the Senate floor Monday, Schumer underscored his efforts to advance legislation for the provision of vital military and humanitarian aid to Israel amidst the ongoing conflict with the Palestinian militant group. Schumer stressed that prioritizing support for Israel must be the foremost concern for Congress. I'm John Schaefer. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. The Cowboys fending off the Chargers 2017 on Monday Night Football at SoFi Stadium. Dak Prescott threw for 272 yards and a touchdown while also running for a score. The Cowboys improved to 4-2 and two and are second in the NFC East. The struggling Chargers dropped to 2-3 and three on the season. A security guard who protected Taylor Swift during her Eras tour this summer is now headed back home to Israel to fight for his country against Hamas. Variety magazine has confirmed that that security guard, who does not want his name out there, made the choice to leave the U.S. to join the IDF reserves because he saw the deadly attacks by Hamas on Israeli citizens 
and went to fight for his country. Rite Aid, CVS, and Walgreens closing thousands of stores. The rising competition from Amazon, Walmart, and Dollar General are what's taking them down. Despite the pandemic, drug stores have suffered financially because of theft, the opioid crisis, and employees walking out demanding better pay. Roughly one out of every eight pharmacies has closed between 2009 and 2015. Congratulations going out to Wolfgang Van Halen, the son of the late legendary guitarist Eddie Van Halen tied the knot with his fiance Andrea Alsop Sunday at their Los Angeles home. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to Hour 2, 1-800-87-A-PLAY. Get in, get heard. Allison Snyder coming up with her new movie, Howdy Neighbor. It's a horror film, part of Scream Fest. Sara Jorge Leon, fascinating woman. Harvard, Moscow theaters from the DR, New Yorker. She's got a new movie called Candela. Um, And then we'll have open lines. You know, um, got my Army-Navy stuff yesterday about what hotel I'm staying at, where I'm going to be doing. It's going to be in the Essex Ballroom at the Copley Square Westin. That's where we're going to do the Army-Navy broadcast Friday, I think the 9th. We'll see. Um, But I looked up the stats for Army and Navy at this point in the season. They've each played six games. Army is a disappointing two and four they were pretty good last year. Navy at 3-3 three and three with a new coach. Nemo's not there anymore. It said at Gillette Stadium, the lowest ticket right now is $439. That's ridiculous. 
But I, what I wanted to look at is who their leading receivers were. Because they don't throw the ball. I went to an Army-Navy game in 2017 where Navy threw one pass the entire game. I actually know people. Their son is a really good quarterback now in high school in the wine country. And he wants to go to Navy. I'm like, that's great if you want to go to Navy. But don't go to Navy to be a quarterback because you're just going to hand off. If you want to go to Navy because you want to go to Annapolis, then do it. But the leading receiver on the year for Navy, Eric Heidenreich, after six games, he's the leading receiver. Guess how many catches he has? Four. (laughs) That could be the leading receiver in a half. (laughs) I love that. After six games, your leading receiver has four catches. Now, Army... Their leading receiver, Alston, he has nine catches, which I would laugh at until I saw the four. These teams like to run. All right, when we come back, we will have Allison Snyder on the other side. We'll take a quick break and get on back on Sports Byline. A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park. Well, no walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear, make an appointment, and, oh, you're already on it. Hi, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, 
palm down and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgritpro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgritpro.com. That's ripgritpro.com. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show actress and filmmaker Allison Snyder. She has a brand new movie called Howdy Neighbor, uh, which uh, just premiered down in Los Angeles at the 23rd annual Scream Fest. Allison, I, I love it when people who are on one side of the camera get to the other side and a lot of times they get to the other side and they find that uh, maybe I don't have the knack for it. When did you say, give me a shot and then, Oh, I'm actually good at this. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that introduction. I appreciate it. So I've grown up in Los Angeles and I started acting when I was four years old and I've had very supportive parents, very creative parents. My dad in specific has always encouraged me to explore every medium. I'm a painter as well, um, but filmmaking was something that he would he would do with me constantly. And I've I've always grown up, you know, recruiting every every friend and family member that I could for my little short films and projects. And this being my directorial debut is is so perfectly fitting um, for both you know my history in front of and behind the camera because it's centered around somebody, you know, a former actor in, in a sitcom and the writer of the project I worked with on Disney Channel growing up. We were both uh, on a Disney show called So Random and kids recognize us from the show and now adults who have grown up with us still recognize us from the show. And so the, uh, you said it perfectly, the howdy neighbor, um, it, it comes from uh, Matthew Scott is the writer, his, his character in the film was on a children's sitcom called Howdy Neighbor, and he, he gets recognized for it by his new neighbor. And it's, uh, it gets, starts getting a little creepy when the uh, lines between friend and fan start getting blurred. It's very interesting. And, and, yes, you have a highly recognizable face, and not just film and TV, but lots of commercials, too. Yes, yeah, yeah. I grew up as a commercial kid. I remember getting recognized for a Got Milk commercial. I was also in a whole series of Sears commercials that were actually directed by Craig Gillespie, who is um, blowing up. I mean, he he, he did I, Tanya, and, and I've always been a fan of his, and Lars and the Real Girl was fantastic. That was really fun working with him growing up. I actually had him on the show for I, Tanya back in the day. Yeah, that no was way. Yeah, really good movie. Oh, so when you're Craig's a child... You're a child star. Uh, two questions. Number one, you didn't go off the rails and go crazy like a lot of child stars do because <laughs> you're, you have the twisted view of reality. Your parents or whoever kept you on the straight and narrow. The other thing is... Well, thank you. Yes. The other thing is, my question is, when you do a movie like Mr. Woodcock, do your parents say, we, we can't let you watch it. Wait a few years. Or are you, <laughs> are, are you at the premiere? 
Yes, actually, no, that, that's, that's funny you bring up Mr. Woodcock, another Craig Gillespie uh, film as well. Um, yeah, I remember growing up uh, when I booked the Disney Channel show, being really excited for that uh, because it was the first thing that my friends and, and I could watch of a lot of my work. Um, I, I grew up being in a lot of yeah films that were rated R, and you know my parents might show me a scene or two that I was in, but didn't get to see the rest until I was I was older. Went back and watched it. I was like, oh, my whole storyline makes a lot of sense now. Got it. That's what that film was about. Um, when you got married a couple of years ago to your husband Dylan, you guys have very similar backgrounds, but you made the call to take his name, Snyder, even though you had an established name, which I think is very traditional yeah. and very sweet, but did your agent say, what are you doing? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a conversation, and there were pros and cons. I think I was looking at it as a couple things of, you know, I wanted to establish careers together. We had already been working on short films together, and there was something nice about being like, you know, like Alton and Dylan Snyder and like the Snyder film. Like I, I, I liked being, you know, seen as a unit and as a couple. Um, also a, a big reason that we like something that had prompted our marriage was uh, there was a couple accidents in the family and we lost family members. Mm. And I remember just thinking about, you know, going to a hospital and, and wanting to make sure that I could, I could get into the room and, and I wanted to legally change my name to Snyder and I want to, you know, eventually have kids with him and be a Snyder. And I was like, that's going to get really confusing to have a stage name and a personal name. And I think I just want to, you know, transitionally in my career, I was starting to just step behind the camera. I hadn't done a first feature yet. I was like, you know what, if there was ever a time to change my stage name, I'm technically changing career paths now. So this, this works great. That's very cool. Another thing I wanted to ask you, too, is that um, I, I have a very good friend who's about your height, and she's highly successful in the corporate world, but she says she'll start mm -hmm. meeting sometimes, and she'll see guys roll their eyes, because it's like, what is this five-foot-tall you know, girl? There's just some sort of innate thing. She says people are like, because I'm so diminutive, people don't take me seriously, and it takes a while to get that respect. Do you find that as a director sometimes, that stupid thing like, well, you're not six foot three, why should we listen to you? Absolutely, yeah. It, unfortunately, um, people do judge books by their covers. Um, I think that I've become very... Um, somebody gave me the compliment once that I, I speak both cat and dog, and, and I think I'm very good at reading a room and being able to communicate well with people find mutual, you know, goals and interests and, and try to be copacetic. So I, I try to approach things in a way that people can see the real me and that I'm, I'm being straightforward and that I'm capable pretty quickly. But uh, a big, big part of that is especially being producing as well, uh, being a producer on a project, I can assemble the crew. And if I see, if I see somebody roll their eyes, that's going to be in an interview before they even <laughs> step on set. <laughs> Very good. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about the plot, a little bit of deeper dive, and going with uh, yeah. Debbie Ryan as well as your main protagonist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we have Matthew Scott Montgomery who wrote the project. He stars as Benjamin Caldwell, like I said, this actor living in West Hollywood, famous from this sitcom, and he uh, has this dude move in next door to him named Chase who recognizes him right away, uh, even though Benjamin doesn't want to admit that he was on the show. And, and they kind of have, like, 
a couple conversations that could be flirty, but it's clear that the the guy's a fan of the show and he can't place why he's so oddly familiar. And so he starts investigating it with his downstairs neighbor and best friend, um, Harley, who is played by Debbie Ryan. And so the two of them have so much like on screen chemistry because they both are actual best friends. Um, they, they love each other to death and they have so much fun working together. And that just radiates through the screen. And ScreenFest has a couple more days. Are we? Uh, are you still in the running for a couple of palms or trophies or awards here? <laughs> oh my goodness! And anything, anything else at this point would be just a, some sprinkles on the top. I've already gotten my my fudge and my cherry, and everything is is you know been a dream experience. I I am just excited to be a part of the festival. Whatever happens from here on out, um, we screened in the Chinese theater last week, yeah. which was just historic and you know like i said i've been making short films with my friends for decades and i i remember you know getting excited when i put something on youtube and it would get a couple hundred views and so just being able to look out at this like theater cheering you know both friends and family and festival attendees horror fans it was just uh my my everything it's pretty cool too everyone around the world moves there you you grew up with all this didn't you yeah, yeah, it's it's a weird. Uh, there's not that many of us out here. It's a lot of transplants. So I'm a I'm a unicorn. <laughs> it's Allison Snyder, everyone. The movie is called Howdy Neighbor, and uh, it made its uh, premiere at the, yeah the TCL Chinese Theater there at part of Screamfest, and uh, we'll it'll st- be available digital streaming. When is it going to get out for the rest of us? Yeah, I mean, honestly, this is my first feature, and so I'm just starting to, you know, take it around to festivals, see where it goes after that. I'm really excited to see what we can do with this project. It seems like we've got a lot of interested parties. Um, You can check us out on any social media platform. Just look up Howdy Neighbor. You can also look up my name to keep up with me. It's spelled funny, so I'm easy to find. I'm A-L-L-I-S-Y-N. There she is, writer, director, producer, painter, Congratulations on the film. That's really cool. It's my favorite genre as well. I can't wait to watch it. Thank you. I'm so excited for you to see it. Thank you All so right. Cool stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with the highly talented Sara Jorge Leon. an annuity either fixed rate indexed or variable are you paying high fees and getting low returns if so annuity general would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity the annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers contains the little known truths about annuities like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income and it's free that's right free as a bonus we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. 
What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer, and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla! Is that what you're telling me? This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is our pleasure to welcome the lovely and talented actress Sara Jorge Leon. She has a new movie, which just came out last week on digital from Breaking Glass Pictures. It's called Candela. And this is, uh, they call it a Caribbean pop movie. Sara, welcome to the show. How would you describe it? Thank you so much, Rick. It's lovely to be here. Um, Well, I would say it's a Caribbean thriller. Um, And they call it pop because um, the director created this manifesto that he calls Caribbean pop. And what he wants to say within it is that um, it's giving a new perspective on what it means to be Caribbean and, and, and to come from an island, basically. Yeah, and you're from the DR. Um, 
is it safe to assume that baseball is your favorite sport, or would I be wrong? Oh, my God, it's so safe to assume. <laughs> 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 of course. <laughs> yes, so the, the plot of Candela, three different strangers, their lives kind of get weaved together, and there is a hurricane looming as well, right? A lot of uh, anxiety here. Exactly. Take us through a little and, bit of the and, plot, please, yes. And then and then these three uh, strangers, their lives intertwine through a crime that's committed um, and as the hurricane is happening. Um, there's this woman that uh, comes from um, uh, high class, then there, there's this cop, and then there's this um, drag queen that um, gets involved um or, or weaved into the crime. Is this the kind of, and, and just take the name Candela means? Fire. Yes. And so we're expecting a lot and, of. And yeah. I think it, it, it's, a, it, it's making an, a, um, alluding to, to obviously the heat of the Caribbean, but also fire in the sense that everyone's kind of been, all the main characters are being thrown into the fire. Uh, whether it is because they committed a crime or they're having the consequences of that crime or their consciousness is um, um, making them think twice about how to deal with the situation. For you as an actress and you get approached with a project, is it the kind of thing where since you're a veteran now, you can put in your own two cents and say, I think my character might say this, or maybe we should stand over there, or are you kind of like a good soldier and just listen to the direction? Well, I think it, it really depends on each project. I feel like the projects that I enjoy best doing are the ones that are more collaborative and that the, the director opens up a little bit the conversation, obviously, when it's justified in the script, but really likes to explore with the other actors and, and how how we see the scene, how we see the, the why the things that are happening are happening. I, I feel like it's way more in, it's a way more enriched process that way. Um, so if I can uh, explore with the director and the other actors, it's my preference, but sometimes that's Simply, the director doesn't like like to work that way, and in that case, it, then you just you know you become the good soldier <laughs> and right. advocate for your character as best as you, as best <laughs> as you can. <laughs> also, I think when I think about your background, which is so amazing, with Harvard and and, and Moscow and in in New York, I mean, it's just. It, did you always have this envision for yourself as a just with so much ambition, or does this kind of things just fell into place for you? Um, I feel like I always felt um, a passion for acting and for storytelling. Um, I, I, and also human behavior. I, I, my undergrad I did in, in psychology actually, and and so I was always doing acting. But on the side, I, I belong to a theater company. And so I never really thought, oh, I'm going to go to grad school. I'm going to go to Moscow. I'm going to do this and that. I always thought that I wanted acting to be part of my life and storytelling to be part of my life. So when, when I arrived to New York and, and was um, doing my psychology degree and was working at that theater, I, the person that was the artistic director there was uh, taught at Yale Rep for many years. And he was the one that planted the idea in my head, you should go to, you know, conservatory grad school. 
and he told me about, you know, five or six options that he thought were good, and, and then he helped me prepare for them. So it kind of became something that happened because of the circumstance of me being in that theater group, not because I was since birth, not since birth, but since I was young, thinking um, I want to do this that way, necessarily. Right, and I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, not too many Dominicans in in Moscow. What, what was it like kind of being such a, a, a unique fish in that pond? Oh, man. Um, well, honestly, it was a phenomenal experience in, in, as an artistic experience. It, it was uh, very enriching, and the teachers were incredible. The instructors, the theater going was amazing. Um, and the exposure, you know, to experimental material and classical material, all of that was really beautiful and, 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 and to me, life-changing. In regards to the everyday and navigating Moscow at that time, which was 2007, it was a, it was a bit challenging. Not a lot of people spoke English, so we had to take some basic Russian, which I completely forgot at this point, but um, <laughs> we were told like we had to be vigilant about like certain days because uh, a lot of people that seemed to be at that time, I think things have changed now, but um, not really welcoming to, you know, tourists and, and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it was a little bit, we had to be acting on the conservative side of not being out so late and stuff like that, which I I don't know if it's the same now, but back then it felt as if like we, I was just going from where I was staying to school and from school back to where I was staying, just as a, you know, precautionary measure, which I, I mean, I went to museums and stuff, but, but definitely it felt um, a little bit constricted at that point of the experience because of safety and all that. Yeah, it's very interesting. You just learned to say spasibo a lot, right? Also, Conan O'Brien says he hates telling people that he went to Harvard because the reaction is always, Ooh, Harvard. Oh, you're a genius. <laughs> Do you get that too? <laughs> I never say I went there. I always say I studied in Cambridge. <laughs> I never- where did you go? Oh, in Cambridge. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like it's, it's, um, you know, it's a little different for for conservatory programs because it, it, it does go through a different kind of process than, uh, for example, if you were applying for a law school or, or something like that. Um, so, in it by itself, just the fact that the process is different makes me feel like even more, I don't know, like self conscious about saying. Harvard, I, I, I always say just um, Cambridge, <laughs> unless people really ask, you know. <laughs> and then also, this movie, Candela, in which you play, I love the name, Sera Peña Blanca, that this movie, yes. this has been in the works for many years, hasn't it? Yes, um, Andres, the director, worked on the script, I think, for like nine years before he got um, funding to do it, yes. And then you filmed this years ago, right? We filmed it in 2000, November of 2018, and then pandemic happened, and then so, like, the release of it was delayed a bit, and, um, yeah, so it's spanned over, like, 15 years now since, like, it's, you know, conception till, till now. 
All right. So I, li- I like to ask this. Your favorite five minutes of Candela would be what? My favorite five minutes of Candela would be hmm. a scene. Hmm. A scene with you. <laughs> ah, with me, with me, me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, I to maybe to shoot was the most terrifying, and at the same time, um, my favorite because it was very liberating was um, the scene at the end, which I don't know if I should say it because then I'm going to give give away. Oh, yeah, don't give it away. Just say the ending. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah, so the ending because there was a lot of stunt work involved that I that I did and was very scary for me, but at the end it got done. So <laughs> Really cool. That's uh, Sara Jorge Leon. Check her out in Candela. It's now out digital from Breaking Glass Pictures. Sara, thank you so much for coming on Spasibo, and let's catch up down the road. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. <laughs> All right, you too. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline at prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. 
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Oh, that, that hurts my feelings. All right, let's go to the uh, phone lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. We got Christian in Galveston County, Texas. What's up, Christian? Nothing much, Rick Tittle. I just apologize for calling you on back-to-back days. There's no reason to apologize for that. Understood, understood. Just like there's no reason that Astros fans should apologize for how terrible the team played. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are, their offense has disappeared in these first two games. Uh, I mean, kind of think of it. What do you expect when your home team has a record of 40 and 41 at home throughout the season? I did not know that. Wow. They're just very, very average at home, huh? Uh, not average, more like pedestrian. Oh, I, so like, I like that word, too. Yes. Uh, yeah, but of course, I'm not really all that focused about the Astros. You know, hopefully, I mean, I'm not saying that as a way to say I don't care. Mm-hmm. As a, I'm saying that as a way to say, hey, there'll be another night. Hopefully they can get their things done in the dilapidated shed known as Globe Light Field in Arlington tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. But still, though, that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I'm here to talk about is the fact that the Rockets traded away problematic star Kevin Porter Jr. And he, I mean, let's just face it domestic violence is never right for anything, for any reason. Do you think that the Rockets trading away Kevin Porter Jr., you know, solves the problem, or do you think that it's going to come back to bite them in the rear? Well, this is something that has just come down in the last five minutes. (laughs) I didn't even know about this. I'm looking it up right now. The the Rockets are trading Kevin Porter Jr. and two second-round picks to the Thunder, and then the Thunder will immediately cut Porter these are the things that baffle my mind. I remember when the Warriors traded uh, Troy Murphy to the Celtics. They're like, yeah, we want Troy Murphy, and then we're going to immediately cut him. It's all to do with salary cap and having money for other players and things. But that's very, very weird. I know they've been trying to, you know, a felony arrest, strangulation, all the things he did on his girlfriend, and 
he was, I think he had one year left at like, what was it? 16 million or something. But mm-hmm. it was a horrible situation. He was in a hotel in New York and arrested on nine 11 strangling his girlfriend. Um, I guess what this is, there's a way mm-hmm. for, there's a way for OKC and Sam Presti does a great job acquiring all these picks. He gets two more second round picks and there must be something something way over my head to do with the salary, whereas OKC can take that money, get rid of it, and then probably have like a mid-level exception because of it, I would imagine. I mean, it'll probably happen that way. But I think in a way, you know, the Thunder cutting... I mean, if the Thunder end up cutting KPJ, which most likely they will... You know, one less bad apple spoiled in the bunch as far as problematic human beings disguised as basketball players go. That's a good way but, of putting it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, I know this ain't an advertisement, but I can basically say this. If you need help, seek help. You know, search for the National Domestic Violence Hotlines. Just wanted to basically say that for those that are listening. But still, though, another thing I wanted to talk about, and this news just came hot off the presses, Showtime, you know, the television network known for weeds and billions and basically the shy, they're getting rid of sports content, which includes Bellator MMA and Showtime Championship Boxing, their long-running placeholder at the end of the year. I mean, I know you're not the right show to talk about this. Pedro Hernandez would do a job on the weekends talking about this, but what are your thoughts about Showtime Sports getting rid of, I mean, being gone by year's end? Well, the only reason any decision is made in this business is because of one reason uh-huh. and it's 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 money and um a lot of people it hurts when your favorite show leaves and you wonder why it leaves and uh 99 times out of 100 it's because of something to do financially and i remember going to the showtime super six uh, boxing at the oakland coliseum got to see Son of God, Andre Ward. How's that for a nickname? SOG. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it also shows, you know, that, that it's not it's not doing it for them. And, you know, it's like when the NHL went on strike and ESPN started showing poker and the NHL came back and they said, we'll take you back, but at much less than before uh, because the, the poker's getting better ratings than the NHL was getting. So... It's all about money, and so there, there's got to be something in there for that. Well, it's not just money in this case. It's an ever... I mean, let's face it. You've been in radio for, what, about as long as I've been alive, dating back to the late 80s? I've been in broadcasting I mean, since 89, yeah. Understood. So basically, you would know that it's an ever-changing media landscape. Like, people are more invested into watching things via streaming services, which, for instance, one more thing that came hot off the presses, NBC Sports via Sky Network in the UK, they're going to be showcasing boxing with some promoter, Ben Shalom. He spells his name. He spells his promotion's name B O X E R. They're gonna be doing a streaming deal 
starting this Saturday on Peacock with select events for them going straight to NBC. So, again, it's basically an ever-changing stream and no, it's basically an ever-changing media landscape, but do you feel that, you know, with Showtime getting rid of boxing and sports in general and with NBC adding boxing, that this just kind of continues things, you know? Yeah, I don't, to me it's not earth-shattering. I think what you should do, because you're very astute at these things, I don't know if they still do blogs or... Uh, I know you have a pod, I mean, right? I mean, you should you should probably yes, take a closer look at I all this do. stuff. Uh, yes, I do have a podcast, Focus mm-hmm. Fights Audio, which is available through all podcast platforms of choice. And I do have a blog as well of that same ilk, mm-hmm. which y'all can search up for on YouTube. Just search for Focus Fights in parentheses, but still, I hate to plug myself. But I get what you're saying, though. <laughs> no, I put it out there. You should. I mean, you have a much more, uh, I think, uh, well-rounded uh, opinion on this because this is something that is, you know, near and dear to you, and you're one of the the your your two eyeballs that are usually on this stuff. Understood. Understood. And I mean, to be honest, when it comes down to the media landscape, I'm not basically trying to say, "Hey, I'm coming out to your job. You should pack your stuff now." But <laughs> Still, I think more voices in the media landscape these days, especially ours, me being the caller, you being the host, you know, obviously you can help sports grow. I've, yeah, I've, it, it's the old thing, like a rising tide raises, rises all boats, that whole thing. I've, exactly. I've never... And you can ask anybody I've ever worked with. I've always, I've given a lot of youngsters their chance. And I, I know that when I worked in TV and a new uh, president would come in and they're like, oh no, what if he fires us? And I'm like, just do a good job. Or I've been at stations where they change program directors three times. Um, one program director here hated me just because I was a Raider fan and he was a Charger fan. I mean, that that's li- he, he said that was the reason. And he just didn't like me because of it. And there's nothing you can do about it. Just... You know, no one is ever going to take your job um, unless you stink. So you have nothing to if you, as long as you're taking care of yourself, you got nothing to worry about. I mean, come to think of it, I bet that I bet that guy was probably lighting up twisties on the roof as one of your former employees, <laughs> former fellow employees used to say on this network. <laughs> Who was that, Jerry? Yes. Yeah, the late exactly. the late Jerry Burke. Yeah, that's too bad. Anything else on your mind, buddy? Nothing much, but you know, thanks for the time to you know, thanks for giving me the time to put over my stuff, and thanks for giving me the time to talk. I always enjoy hearing from you and Dominic Jimenez when you're not there as usual, and I hope we can chat more often. It's been fun. Call me anytime you want. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. That whole um, rivalry with the Rangers and the the Astros, um, you know, it's it's not just AL West or, or both of, you know, the... Texas, but you know the Astros were the cold forty fives, and they came in nineteen sixty two. There was no baseball there, 
And then three years later, they were the first team ever to play in a domed stadium with fake turf. These were just, you know, what? Astrodome, AstroTurf? And then the Rangers go back to the Washington Senators. And to tell you how old I am, I was on a Little League team called the Senators. And when they became the Texas Rangers, we changed our name to the Rangers. And yes, I voted for Taft. I didn't care that he was fat. But, you know... There were the, the Arlington, Texas. There was a man, the mayor there, a guy named Tom Vandergriff. He had been working for years and years and years, and he thought he was going to get the Colt 45s. He didn't get it. He thought he was going to get the Angels or the Mets. Uh, and, and then finally, and by the way, Charlie Finley flirted huge with Dallas before he moved to Oakland in 1968. He basically just used them. Um. And then he thought he was going to get the Seattle Pilots, and a guy named Bud Seeley got them in Milwaukee. So it was finally this guy, Roy Hofheinz. He was this judge in Houston, and he said that they said he had a 24-cigar-a-day habit. Is that right? You smoke 24 cigars a day? And he got the Colt 45s. And he said that uh, the state of Texas is our intellectual territory plus Oklahoma plus Louisiana and people are like wait what <laughs> are you kidding um and so uh apparently LBJ and that guy did not <laughs> get along but you think about Nolan Ryan playing for both teams and then becoming an owner with the uh with the uh, Rangers at one point and they call it the Lone Star series or the Silver Boot series whatever you want to call it going back into the day they have met in their history almost 300 times and the Rangers have a one game edge that tells you how much that these guys have been pretty even over the years so yeah i think a lot of the rest of the country is like wake me up when there's an AL champ but there's a lot going on there between these two teams. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. 
Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra high quality, ultra reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Ah, that hurts my feelings. Coming up in the next hour, Rachel Maddow was scheduled to appear in about 15 minutes. I think they've got some Speaker of the House voting going on or something. She has a little more pressing needs, so we're going to reschedule her. J.D. Sharp will be along, and then filmmaker Greg Gliena will be with us. You know, the, the other thing to keep in mind about Nolan Ryan... Nolan Ryan was an executive with the Astros front office. And he, I remember um, uh, Jim Crane, the owner of the Astros, brought him in and, and Jim Crane tried forever. Jim Crane tried so hard to buy the Rangers. And I uh, didn't get it, but I think it was that guy Greenberg. But Nolan Ryan went from the Astros front office to president of the Rangers. <laughs> and at that time, he was the first Hall of Famer to be the top executive at a big league club since Christy Mathewson, like 85 years uh, earlier. And then the Astros took his son, Reed Ryan, and named him club president. So there's all sorts of weird stuff going, stuff going on. And they almost got into a brawl earlier this year. Marcus Semien, of all people, told Martin Maldonado he scored. And he goes, I told you we would win. And then they pushed and they got thrown out. But right now, it's not much of a series. Whoever plays the Rangers. 
what are they, 7-0 and in the playoffs? Bruce Bochy is taken. Or I'm taking no prisoners. Come on back. News. I'm Corey Myers. Two people killed in a shooting in Brussels, Belgium yesterday that authorities described as a terrorist attack ahead of a soccer match between Belgium and Sweden. Videos shared online showed a man in the capital city center pulling up on a scooter, shooting a large weapon at civilians and chasing them into a building. President Biden taking a trip to Israel. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said Monday during a briefing after meeting with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that the president will make the trip on Wednesday. Biden was invited to Egypt for an international summit on Saturday that focuses on the future of Palestinians. But it is unclear if he would make any additional stops should he choose to make the trip to Israel. I'm Dave Collins. A judge has imposed a narrow gag order on Donald Trump in his federal election interference case. The order forbids all involved parties from publicly targeting special counsel Jack Smith, his team, court personnel, and potential witnesses. However, the federal judge opted not to impose restrictions on disparaging the Justice Department as a whole. This development follows Trump's sharp criticisms directed at both the judge and the prosecutors. The top Democrat in the Senate wants Hamas wiped out. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says Hamas must be stopped once and for all. The United States Senate will do everything possible to help Israel eliminate the threat that Hamas presents. Speaking from the Senate floor Monday, Schumer underscored his efforts to advance legislation for the provision of vital military and humanitarian aid to Israel amidst the ongoing conflict with the Palestinian militant group. Schumer stressed that prioritizing support for Israel must be the foremost concern for Congress. I'm John Schaefer. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. 
The Cowboys fending off the Chargers 2017 on Monday Night Football at SoFi Stadium. Dak Prescott threw for 272 yards and a touchdown while also running for a score. The Cowboys improved to 4-2 and two and are second in the NFC East. The struggling Chargers dropped to 2-3 and three on the season. A security guard who protected Taylor Swift during her Eras tour this summer is now headed back home to Israel to fight for his country against Hamas. Variety magazine has confirmed that that security guard, who does not want his name out there, made the choice to leave the U.S. to join the IDF reserves because he saw the deadly attacks by Hamas on Israeli citizens and went to fight for his country. Rite Aid, CVS, and Walgreens closing thousands of stores. The rising competition from Amazon, Walmart, and Dollar General are what's taking them down. Despite the pandemic, drug stores have suffered financially because of theft, the opioid crisis, and employees walking out demanding better pay. Roughly one out of every eight pharmacies has closed between 2009 and 2015. Congratulations going out to Wolfgang Van Halen, the son of the late legendary guitarist Eddie Van Halen tied the knot with his fiance Andrea Alsop Sunday at their Los Angeles home. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY. We're still doing JD at 25. Is that right, Dom? Okay. Yeah, last night, the Cowboys and the Chargers, I'm kind of glad I didn't invest three and a half hours in that, although I am glad the Chargers lost, because I'm a Charger hater. Why you going to be such a hater, Rick? 
The, the, the Cowboys needed that victory badly uh, after what happened with them against the Niners. And, of course, you saw what happened with the Niners in Cleveland. I mean, these guys are all former All-Americans that you're playing, and it, just, it can all just slip right through your fingers. Just one little momentum swing, and then maybe somebody gets a little bit hurt. And, you know, we can't use Debo. We can't use McCaffrey. And then your kicker, that's got to be frustrating. When you spend a draft pick and not even a seventh rounder, what was Moody, like four or five? Third round? Are you kidding me? Oh, that hurts. Wow. Make a 41-yard field goal. And that's the thing is he's going to keep getting more chances unless they do a Daniel Carlson on him. But... um, you know, the only way you look at it is you can say, this is good because it keeps us grounded. And, you know, we we didn't want to go undefeated. <laughs> you try to say the right things, right? But, yeah, the Cowboys. And then the Chargers. I mean, this guy's Staley. The Chargers are 2-3. and three. They have as much talent as anybody in the league on both sides. They really do. Bosa sides of the ball. And you're 2-3. and three. This is the guy that could have gone to the playoffs and called timeout and let the Steelers go instead. Literally. This is the guy that was up 28 to nothing in a playoff game and lost Deion Sanders. I mean, but whatever. I'm, I hope he stays for the Chargers for the next 30 years. He's terrible. He's really terrible. Brandon Staley. Other than that, he's great. He's a football genius. Twitch.tv. Hey, how's it going? Also around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, as well. So we'll have some open lines. Come on in and talk sports at 1-800-878-7529. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. 
What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. That's me, you're you, let's talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening. Not just wherever you might happen to be listening, but wherever you might happen to be listening. In this great land of ours. Yeah, that's right. That's what I had had said. Um, so, uh, Teddy Bruschi today says that Bill Belichick should walk away at the end of the season. And it's not so much an indictment, but this, this was his quote on ESPN. What do I personally appeal, feel about how this should go and how this should end with Bill Belichick? This is just my personal feeling on what should happen. I want him to coach his ass off this season and get six, seven wins, all right? Have them playing respectable by the end of the season and walk away. That's what I want my former coach to do. Don't, Shula doesn't matter. You've got multiple Super Bowl wins over Shula. You're a better coach. End quote. Now, a couple of things. First of all, if you say, walk away, don't worry about breaking the record, I get it. The people who say, you know, Belichick's, he's mediocre at best. He's been exposed without Brady. That just means that you've only watched football for three years of your life. That's literally what it means. If you say Belichick is mediocre as a coach, do you know that Bill Parcells won two Super Bowls both times he had Belichick? Do you know that he Bill, Bill Belichick designed the defense to stop John Elway and the Fun Bunch? Do you know that he designed the defense to stop Jim Kelly's run and gun, Thurman Thomas, offense 
Do you know that Bill Belichick designed the defense that stopped the greatest show on turf that Mike Martz had? To say that he's mediocre at best is just ignorant beyond belief. It, it just shows you that you're either really, really, really dumb about football or you've only watched football for the last two or three years is what it says. It's like when I was growing up, I thought Daryl LaMonica was the worst quarterback I ever saw. All he did was throw interceptions, and Ken Stabler would come out and hold field goals for George Blanda. And we would scream, put Stabler in. Because as far as I was concerned, the kid out of Notre Dame, number three, who took the Raiders to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl two, where they lost the Lombardi and the Packers there, he stunk. But the thing was, he did stink. So... uh. Now, you can go back to say, is he a better coach than Shula? Because Shula led two different teams of the Super Bowl, Colts in 68, and then the Dolphins five times. He had the only undefeated team in NFL history. Belichick almost had that 15 years ago, except David Tyree, who pinned the ball to his helmet with his finger, and he wrote a book about it and was on this show pushing it. They finished up 18-1 and overall. And Shula didn't go out on his own terms. He was basically forced into retirement. He had taken the Dolphins to two straight playoffs, and they said, you, you got to go. And, of course, the Dolphins have never been the same without Shula. Sort of like I can say about the, the A's without Canseco, no penance. And Belichick could have the same thing happen to him that happened to Shula. He could get forced out. Apparently, Robert Kraft is open to parting ways. Which means he won't be able to break Don Shula's record, which was what Brewski was talking about. Belichick has 330 career wins. I think it's 298 in the regular season and 32 playoff games, if I believe. It's right around there. And then Shula has 347, so he would need 17 more wins. He's got one so far this year. Last year he got eight. Is that why he's hanging around? I don't think he needs to do, <laughs> to do that. Brewski says you don't need to do it. You know, and Brewski won three rings with Belichick there. Brewski out of Washington State, if I'm correct. Or is it Arizona? Maybe it was Arizona. Somewhere in the Pac-12. But Brewski said, fish with me on Nantucket. I didn't understand until I was very much uh, <laughs> as an adult what uh, Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket even were. Martha's Vineyard, of course, is an island. And then that's for the poor people if you're on Nantucket. That's what I didn't understand. Because Martha's Vineyard <laughs> is where a lot of movie stars live and I think Obama has a house there. But then Nantucket is even more. This is what I'm told. I, I, I could be mistaken. I could be. But the whole thing about, you know, I mean, I, I, was, in the, I was at Candlestick when they're like, Walsh, the game has passed you by. Get out, get out, get out. I mean, that's, that's fine. You know, when, when Arsenal fans wanted Arsene Wenger to leave, he had an undefeated season. They were called the Invincibles. He also fielded the first ever team in the Premier League where all 11 starters were not English. 
And most of them were French, like he was, right? And the Arsenal fans are like, get rid of Wenger. I'm like, please get rid of him. That guy's been amazing. But it's what have you done for me lately? And the demeanor, when Mac Jones throws a ridiculous interception to Trevor Mayrig like he did this uh, Sunday, and you see no reaction from Belichick, if you didn't know any better, you'd think he was some dumb guy with no emotion. And you'd be like, why aren't you mad right now? What's he supposed to do? Jump up and down and scream at the quarterback? You idiot. Right? So, <clears throat> I, 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 you know, I don't think anybody, even Brewski, should be saying leave. Unless they think he's suffering and they just don't like watch watching him suffer. You know, that, that could be... That could be the thing too. It's like just, just, just go now because it's just, it's only going to get worse. You know that I, I never understood the Mac Jones thing. To me, he was just a big stiff at Alabama, and I know they won. But to me, he was AJ McCarron, and I already saw AJ McCarron in silver and black, and I thought this, this guy might be better. And then of course Kyle made the trade, but we didn't know who he was trading for, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's Mac Jones." I'm like, "There's," and I said it on this show many times. There's no way he used Christian words pedestrian. He would move up for a pedestrian quarterback. You're going to trade all those picks for Mac Jones? There's ten Mac Jones in every draft. No, it's because a guy who played one year for North Dakota State, one year, they're like, "That's my guy." Like, that's fine. You know, we found a gem at the combine, and we find them. So, you can make an argument that Shula is better, but I mean, how lame is it when your franchise just celebrates every year? Mercury Morris pops the champagne because now they're the only undefeated team. You know, the, the Dolphins actually matter, but mostly that's all that franchise has done since '85 when they lost to the Niners at Stanford. In Super Bowl 21, I think, 19, something like that. Super Bowl 21, I forget. But, you know, now, of course, Miami is the best team in the AFC. Well, Kansas City and Miami. Let's give Kansas City their due as well. Um, but, you know, it's funny. Like, the, the same day that San Francisco loses in Cleveland, the Eagles find a way to lose to the Jets you know it 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 keeps you it keeps you watching you know anything is possible who would have thought that the jets would be not just better but way better than the giants the giants are 1 and 5 the jets are 3 and 3 they're alive for the playoffs just like my all right let's take a quick break we'll come on back talk to JD Sharp who's watching Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. 
our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. I feel bad about that now. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast. And it's time to check in with J.D. Sharp from ProWagering and ProWagering.com. They do the research and they have the pedigree to help you with your selections as you bet on sports. J.D., uh, today at uh, 5 o'clock Pacific, we will have Game 2 in Philly of the NLCS. And the Diamondbacks finally got a little cooled off uh, last night as the uh, Phillies uh, won. Bryce Harper, the first pitch he saw, 
He hit into the seats. Pretty good matchup tonight, though. Merrill Kelly versus Aaron Nola, and it should be a good matchup at this point in the season. What do you think? Absolutely. It should be a fantastic matchup at this point of the season. Nola's been really good at home. Kelly's been good as well. Yesterday it was 5-3. to three. I'll, probably, I'll probably look at the under here. you got to be impressed, though, with what you've seen from the Diamondbacks all season long. Corbin Carroll's playing really well. Christian Walker's playing well. But this Phillies team, I mean, these guys are, I think they're ready. I think they're ready to potentially finally win a World Series this year for the first time in what, since the Ryan Howard days, 15 years, something like that. Uh, Bryce Harper's playing really well. Schwarber's playing well. They have all the tools with Castellanos and Real Muto, Trey Turner, you know, Marsh, Stott, good pitching, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not really, I'm probably not going to take a side here. Uh, what I'm going to look at is potentially uh, the first five under, which I believe is like four and a half. Yes, that Phillies team, Joe Blanton, a pitcher that the A's gave the Phillies, hit a home run in that World Series. <laughs> oh, yeah, for I remember Phil- that. <laughs> for Philadelphia. Joe he was, like, he was what, like 6'2", 270? He was, he was he wasn't that boy. fat, but yeah, he was Kentucky Joe Blanton. He was uh, he was a little bit fat, I will say. That. Yeah, he was a, he was a good sized guy, no doubt about it. All right, I wanted to ask you about uh, about last night. Um, the I, I I still don't understand how Brandon Staley has a job, but he does, and they were at home. <laughs> the Cowboys really needed that after getting. Um, crushed by the Niners the week before. It keeps them at 4-2. and two. The Chargers now 2-3. and three. If you'd ask me, yeah. would the Raiders have a better record than the Chargers at this point? And they do. Uh, what does this mean for Dallas, and what does it mean for not San Diego, Los Angeles? So, I had the over in this game, Rick, and it's just been that year for me. So, yesterday there were 650 yards of offense, and there was only 37 points. Why? Because there was eight holding penalties called. And there were four red zone turnovers. Again, it's just been that type of year for me. I don't really think a whole lot about this. I think that Herbert needs Mike Williams. Um, but Stephon Gilmore's a really good corner. And you look at the Cowboys, Bland, Gilmore, those guys, they have really good corners. They're actually teams against the Cowboys on third down and seven plus are like two of 36, Rick. I mean, that's a crazy stat. So the Cowboys have a really, really good D uh, that's going to travel. And I don't love Dak. I, I, I think that Dak, and I really think that just in general, the, the NFL going from a quarterback that's more of a stand you know, stand in the pocket type of quarterback that doesn't really put himself in harm's way, and transitioning to a dual threat quarterback that is oft injured, I think that has really hurt offensive efficiency, which is why we're seeing such low scores in some of these games. But I think that Herbert, with with only Allen against a really good corner, is having problems. Quentin Johnson's been a total bust at rookie. He is not at wide receiver. He's not done very well. Palmer's been okay, but he's not a number one. Everett's been fine. Um, I, I like the Chargers D though. The Chargers D has stepped up. They've got a lot of speed. I think they're going to play well against Mahomes. Mahomes has been much more apt to run through the middle, especially. Like on third down, he doesn't have that talent at wide receiver. He knows it. And so he has been much more likely to use his legs. And the Chargers have a lot of speed at linebacker with Eric Hendricks, Kenneth Murray, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I could see the Chargers playing well against, against him. But uh, the Cowboys D is going to travel. They have a ton of weapons offensively. Like I said, they've got a great offensive line. I, I, but I wouldn't worry about the Chargers after last night. Yes, Daly's. Not a great coach, but I mean, some of those, I mean, for example, there was a first down that Herbert should have got where he dove for it and his knee barely touched the ground. I mean, there's just been so many weird circumstances this year where like a illegal shift is a new penalty that they call uh, an eligible man downfield holding. There's just been a ton of circumstances where for whatever reason, the officials, I saw more of the officials last night than I did of Herbert. I find, I find that to be a huge issue, Rick. Yeah. 
Well said. Uh, I also wanted to ask you this, too, and, and this isn't a, a prop bet, but I just wanted to see your odds. Um, no wide receiver has ever had 2,000 yards in a season, obviously. Tyreek Hill, and we have a 17th game now, of course. Tyreek Hill is on pace for 2,306. Do you see Do you see him getting past the 2,000 point? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Tyreek Hill's weird. He's, he's really fast. He doesn't take a lot of hits because he's so shifty and fast. And you look at this year, who's going to win the MVP? Is it Tua? I mean, Tua's not really that good. He's just throwing the ball to Tyreek, mm-hmm. really, and then Jalen Waddle a little bit. And they have played really bad competition. I mean, Josh Allen's had six interceptions. He's, he's playing fine, but he's not playing great. Mahomes is okay. McCaffrey's okay. I think that Tyreek Hill, or even like an Aiden Hutchinson, has a chance to step up and possibly win the MVP this year, or even a Kirk Cousins. Cousins has very quietly had 14 touchdowns, three interceptions, 70% completion percentage. Yeah, he doesn't have Jefferson, but that offense is rolling with, with Cousins. So um, I would take a look at Tyreek Hill to win, win the MVP, especially if he finishes the year out the way that I think he can. Yeah, very interesting. I want to ask you, I was just talking about how the Jets are somehow at 3-3 three and three when it looked like all was lost two minutes into their season. But that defense, if you look at the last three finishers, the top three finishers in MVP voting last year, Mahomes, Hurts, and Josh Allen, those three guys this year against the Jets, three touchdown passes, eight interceptions. Can that defense, with whoever is taking snaps, Zach Wilson or whoever, can the Jets be a wild card just on defense alone, practically? I think so, yeah. I mean, Brees, Hill's, Brees Hall's a really strong running back. Averages five to six a carry. Uh, Lazard's playing well. Wilson's playing well. The offensive line is okay. They lost uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, but... Um, even if Wilson's only throwing 55% completion, which is all he's capable of, we know that. Uh, they still have enough talent and they have enough talent defensively with Quinn and Williams in the middle and Sauce Gardner and obviously uh, Quincy Williams, that linebacker, who is really underrated. Jordan Whitehead is playing really well. So, yeah, I think the Jets can be a wild card team because defense travels, period. And just like the Cowboys, do, I mean, Rick, 2 of 36 on 3rd and 7 plus, that's a crazy stat. Mm-hmm. And that's going to hold up. So, yeah, I think the Cowboys and the Jets both should, should be two teams that um, – and, and the, the Cowboys are obviously better offense than the Jets are. But, yeah, the, the, the defense defense makes a big difference, and the Jets have that in spades. So do the Ravens, by the way. One more question for you, speaking of defense. The Lions have a share of the best record this late into the season for the first time in 30 years, and they have the top rushing defense. They have allowed the fewest yards through six games on the ground in 90 years, since 1933, that was when they first started keeping stats. Only 388 yards allowed through six games. Uh, to, to say, are the Lions real, is dumb. Their defense is real. But when you look at Jared Goff, who took the Rams to a Super Bowl and didn't really do anything, and Tom Brady didn't really do anything either. It was a pretty boring Super Bowl. But can Jared Goff with that defense, win a Super Bowl a la Brad Johnson or Trent Dilfer? No. No, I don't think so. And I think that the Lions get exposed this week. My biggest play, I think, is probably going to be the Ravens, no. minus two and a half or three. I mean, who have they played? They played the Chiefs without Kelsey. They beat them by one point. They played the Seahawks. The Seahawks dropped 32 on them. And they played the Falcons, the Packers, the Panthers, and the Bucks. I mean, you don't have one good offense there. You don't have one legitimate quarterback. Jordan Love is a joke. Desmond Ritter is probably worse than Jordan Love. Bryce Young's a rook. Baker Mayfield overthrew. He overthrew three wide receivers that were wide open in that Lions game. Um, yeah, I, I think that the Lions have a, will probably make the playoffs. I like what I'm seeing out of Goff. I like Amon Ross, St. Brown. Um, 
I like you know Montgomery makes sense for that having that big offensive line, but no, I, I think uh, I, I think and their defense is is, is fine, but no, I'll, I'll take the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens this weekend, and I don't think the Lions have have a chance to win the Super Bowl with with what they've got now. Now that could change if they let, let's say they beat the Ravens this weekend, and I mean their schedule is so easy: Raiders, Raiders, Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings. Cowboys, Vikings. These guys might go twelve and three, twelve and four. By the way, but who, who do they really play? I think that the Niners would do bad things to the, to the Lions, Rick. All right, uh, good stuff from JD Sharp. Check out Pro Aging and ProAging dot com. Good stuff. Thank you. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, and um, you know JD and I were both high on CJ Stroud as our favorite quarterback coming into the draft. He has set an NFL record for most passes to begin a career without a pick, 191. He has as many touchdown passes as all the other rookies combined. Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, who's probably out for the season, Aiden O'Connell, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and Tyson Bagent, or Bagent, I guess he says, in Chicago. Uh, It's early, obviously, (laughs) six games. But, yes, he is the man uh, so far, and um, that's – you know, you can look back. Remember, the Dolphins were sick to their stomach that they drafted Tua and not Herbert, and they feel a whole lot better about that these last couple of years. So you got to wait just a little bit. And this is the other thing. C.J. Stroud plays for a team that sucks, the Texans. It's not like he was plugged in to San Francisco or something. He plays for a terrible team, and so it's very impressive. All right, we'll come back on the other side. Filmmaker Greg Glienna, he did Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, all that, and he's got a new movie. We'll talk to him next. Come on back. even more excitement on game day it's time to get on prize picks the best way to win big on fantasy sports here's how it works just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats if you get them right you can win up to 25 times your cash it's quick and easy to make your picks and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals prize picks is the place to play this season prize picks has awesome weekly promotions and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Prize Picks. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash byline and use code byline, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash byline with code byline for a 100% deposit match. Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy Sports, made easy. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, 
van or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Let's uh, get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be at 1-800-878-PLAY. And we're very happy to bring in our guest, filmmaker Greg Gliena. He has a new movie called the Road Dog with uh, Doug Stanhope and a couple other guys we've had on the show before, Tim Kazarinski from SNL, Fitz Dog, Greg Fitzsimmons. And Greg, I should uh, let people know you have a, a, a stand-up background. Are these guys that you uh, knew back in the day? Uh, not the cast, but uh, the characters that we created were all based on, on real people, real stand-ups from uh, my past you opened for Emo Phillips. What was that like? <laughs> you know, Emo was one of my best friends. I actually saw him uh, Saturday night. Um, we hung out. And he is responsible for the film Meet the Parents because he, uh, I don't know if you know this uh, story, but I did Meet the Parents as an indie film back in the early 90s. He funded it. Uh, I had opened up for him a few times and... Uh, you know, I told him I had this idea for a comedy film, and he put the money up. You were Greg. Yeah, you wrote it, you directed it. You were Greg. And then right. what happened, like, what, 10 years later? They're like, let's do it again, but let's get De Niro, and let's get uh, Ben Stiller, blah, blah. 
Well, they, uh, I sold it in 1995, so it took them five years to yeah. actually make it. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was told by the director, Jay Roach, that if Robert De Niro had passed, it never would have happened. Universal never believed in it. They didn't, didn't really see the potential in it. But when De Niro said he would do it, then they, they made it. I had Jay, Jay Roach that's here. That's a whole other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> You had Jay Roach on, on the show. I, I had him in studio a few years ago when he had the Britney runs a marathon, and um, he was in here with Jillian Bell. Is that her name? Jillian. She played Britney. Anyway, uh, very nice guy and uh, very talented wife as well. I also wanted to ask you about another guest I had. Unfortunately, she's no longer with us. Is uh, Judy Tenuta? So, oh, yeah. so I mean, if you're, I'm about the same age as you. I mean, so hilarious and. But Desperation Boulevard, how how fun was that to do? Uh, I wouldn't call it fun. <laughs> anytime you any time you make a movie with a limited budget, it's uh, it's a daily uh, dose of challenges. But she was great to work with. She she was a good friend of mine. I, I opened for her many times, starting in the in the mid eighties. I mean, in Chicago. Actually, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say she uh, she was uh, very talented, too. She was a better actress than she was ever given credit for. Um, well, you know, I think about when you do movies with these guys, and I am a huge comedy nerd, and to me, the wild card here, the reason I really want to see it, is Stan Hope, because that is a guy who doesn't ever kowtow to political correctness or an audience or anything. He does what he wants. He smokes where he wants. He, has, he, he drinks where no, he wants. <laughs> he has no filter. That's what I say. He just, <laughs> how he's feeling is he just says it, you know, he is, you know, he is great in this movie. I mean, this movie had, again, some budgetary uh, challenges, but he, he is just great. You know, he's every take. He was great. He, he really, brings the character to life and I uh I uh I think we got so lucky that we got him to do this part. Did uh, so t- tell us a little bit more about the the plot then. What do we got here with the road dog? Well it's kind of a character study. It's a it's a guy who's a road dog. I mean he's been doing stand up comedy for thirty years and he's an alcoholic. And basically his life is uh kind of uh, fading away, and he reunites with his son, who he hasn't seen since he was a baby, and the, the kid's grown up now, wants to be a stand-up comedian, and track down his father to learn the business, and it's kind of a road trip movie, where they kind of get to know each other, and revisit Jimmy's past. So it's it's a comedy, and it's a drama, and uh, you know, part of the reason I wanted to do it was there's never been a, a movie, to my knowledge, that really captures the the feel of being a stand-up comedian. You know, so I tried to keep it really accurate. My writing partner is Tony Boswell, and we, he's a former stand-up too. And, you know, we really wanted to capture what that world was truly like if you're a comedian. A couple more questions for Greg Glenn in the new movie, The Road Dog. Was Stan Hope... Uh, I was like kiss and tell, but did you say, Hey, you're late. And he was like, screw you and threw a drink at you. Or was he a model professional? 
he was a model professional. He, you know, a lot of, lot of, a lot of times, you know, I just said the budget was small. He was, he, he never complained. We were shooting in Chicago in February. He, he helped us build sets. I mean, he was uh, just uh, a director's dream. Let me put it that way. And he uh, just really did his homework and really knew knew his lines and really added some lines that were great. And I, I I had no no trouble whatsoever with him. He was a joy to work with. <laughs> gotcha. You know I um. I always sort of feel like, and and I, you'll probably agree with me, that Terry Polo is, I don't know if the term is underused. I mean, I know I saw her in a curb recently, but I always thought she would be, she should be a bigger star. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't understand how that works. I guess some actresses get the, the right strips or they just get the breaks. Yeah, she's she's great. You know, I, I, I uh, I don't think I've seen her in anything other than the Meet the Parents films. When you uh, were working with Greg Fitzsimmons, who I've, I've had in here for years, whenever he comes through the punchline, he comes in and, you know, he was a, a writer on, on Crashing. And so when you have all these great minds with you, do they say, hey, you know, do they punch it up, try to throw something in? Or were you open to that? Oh, yeah. I, well, not with just anyone. But I, like right. I told Doug, the first conversation I had, I said, feel free to put it in your own words. And I told Greg Fitzsimmons the same thing. But his, Greg Fitzsimmons was a last minute, that, that role, uh, the role is of Mikey, this comedian who was kind of a hack guy. And now that the uh, comedy business is not what it was, he's kind of lost, you know. But we had originally Michael Bean from Terminator. Wow. Was supposed to do it. Kyle. And then... Yeah, and the last minute he <laughs> fell out. We never really knew what happened. Then we cast uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Wow, was was going to do it, and then uh, two days before we were shooting it, he got COVID. Ah, so he couldn't do it. So we so we scrambled, and Greg Fitzsimmons was available, and and flew out and did it. Like got the script and like shot the next day, I think it was. And uh, and he's very funny. He's really funny. And, uh, so in a lot of ways we got lucky with this film. Like, as I said, it was, uh, a low budget film, but we just, we, we got great people. And, and I've always said that the script is 90% of a movie, the script and casting. And I think this film kind of, uh, proved me right. You have Tim Kazarinsky and I had him on a couple of years ago. I don't remember why, but you know, I, he was so self-deprecating. He's like, no one, no one saw me on SNL. No one remembers. And. I'm like, what? What about Madge with the chimp? And you were Lawrence Klopman. You were the censor. And he's like, you remember that? I'm like, yes. I was when I was in college. And then maybe that that was the you know the Brad Hall, Gary Kroger cast. You know, not the most classic right. cast, but uh, you know he was Kazarinsky. I always thought was money in the bank. What what does he do in this film for you? He plays a, a club owner, and this part has real uh, pathos that he's, he's got to close his club of 30 years because the uh, business is changing. But I loved him. I mean, I actually did a short film with him a few years before, uh, actually like 10 years before I did Road Dog. Um, and it's on YouTube. Um, but no, I, I loved him. I'm, I'm a friend of his. And he's, he's good friends with Emo Phillips as well. That's how we, I met him originally. My but fa- he is just a sweetheart of a guy and, and, and a very good actor. 
My favorite emo line that stayed with me was when he talked about playing Little League catcher, and he goes, I looked at the other catcher, and I won't do it in his voice, but he said, how come that catcher doesn't have his hands tied behind his back? <laughs> I, just, I love he goes. Yeah. He goes, I was walking down the street, and a guy hammering on a roof called me a paranoid little weirdo in Morse code. <laughs> I think that's, that's my favorite show. Oh, that is really good. Yeah, he, uh, you know, I, I always, I, I always like, like I always believe that his material is so strong that he doesn't have to do that that voice, you know, right? That delivery, he could, he could just do it. I could do his act, and I'd get big laughs because his material is so great. Well, you know, bringing up Bobcat, it's like Seinfeld said, you know why he does that voice? Because he doesn't have any material. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> You got a little feud going. All right, so your favorite five minutes of this film, what would it be? Favorite? Uh, there's a scene where he has to uh, perform in a church uh, that he gets hired for a church gig, and it kind of uh, goes wrong. I would say that that scene... Yeah, it's so hard for me to like separate the... Right. You know the the nightmare of shooting with the, <laughs> you know, the gaiety of the uh, movie, but uh, I think that scene came out really well. I would say his his little church episode. Is it too simplistic for me to say that when you make movies, you're making them with a frown? Uh, not in this case. <laughs> Well, from uh, Freestyle Digital Media, we have to make sure to see The Road Dog and a uh, lot of great talent in this. We talked about Kazarinski and Fitz Dog and uh, Doug Stanhope is in it. Did you do a little Hitchcockian since you've been an actor in so many things yourself? Did you throw yourself in as a bellboy or something? I didn't. You know, I was, I was originally going to. There's a character who's named Greg. And my writing partner played uh, a role in the movie that we originally were supposed to, but for some reason at the last, you know, the uh, the last minute, I was just like, I don't really want to do this. And you keep so, writing no, characters I, named Greg for yourself. That's true. <laughs> you know, when I when I did meet the parents, I was kind of in a silent movie, Buster Keaton, Laurel and Hardy kind of phase. So. They always used their own names. I mean, Laurel and Hardy were Laurel and Hardy in their movies, and Harold Lloyd was Harold. And right. So I just used Greg. That's that was my silent comedy homage. And now to this day, because of you, we have. Can you uh, milk a cat? They have nipples, Greg. I mean, all these things now with your name in it. Right. Everybody, check out. It's turned up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said it's turned up in like crossword puzzles. Like, meet the parents. I'm like, I thought of that name. All right, good stuff from Greg Gliena, The Road Dog. Check it out. Hey, thanks for coming on, man, and congratulations on the film. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline.
One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Girl, you better get in line. All right, we got a couple minutes left, and uh, T.O. 
got hit by a car. Don't worry, he's okay. This is according to TMZ and KTLA. Apparently, he got into an argument with a man on a basketball court in Calabasas. That's in L.A. down there. And uh, the guy then, the other guy, got into his car and drove into T.O. bumping into his knee. And the police filed charges of assault with a deadly weapon, but they didn't arrest him. Uh, T.O. is now 49 years old and um, third-round pick out of Chattanooga. And remember, when he got to the Hall of Fame, he had his ceremony at Chattanooga. He's the first person in the history of the Hall of Fame to not go to Canton. And I remember I had Mike Haynes on my show that week, and he goes, I reached out to him, and I said, look, don't be mad. We're all in a new brotherhood. Come on, come on. Well, only Jerry Rice and Larry Fitz have more receiving yards, and he caught 153 touchdown passes, which is also third all-time. Uh, I would not want to get in an argue with him, argument with him, and I would not want to try to hit him with a car either. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time. We'll do it again on Byline. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.